left that long day behind you Good times lie ahead With company worth keeping That'll bash a smile on your head Come on in, the doors open You'll find just the finest folks here Pull up a chair, grab a drink And let our stories your ear Cause we're the talk, talk, talk the tavern Here you're always welcome The talk, talk, talk the tavern Promising beer and bed love The talk Madison, then some to talk, talk, talk the tavern. The song's over. Here we come. Uh, welcome to the tavern. We'll get to the topic in just a moment, but first, let us introduce ourselves and our vices. As well as chat, feel free to throw yours in also, folks. Um, okay, I am smoking in a African olive wood poker shaped pipe. Cornell and Deal's autumn evening. And have a big glass of water. What about you, Andrea? So, knitting, per usual, and tea, because it's my favorite. What about you, Ed? Did Ed freeze? Oh, Ed, you still with us? I I think I froze for a bit. I thought maybe you guys froze. It, it, it was me. I froze. Hard as a rock. Um, hi, everybody. I'm Ed. I'm drinking Pinot Noir and no more water. Okay. And Maria's vice tonight is watching her cat be a chunky, adorable fluff ball. Bree has mm -hmm. Red Bull and it's big. So, <clears throat> topic tonight. We're going to read a Carl Sagan quote and discuss it. So... Here's to, uh, here's to science and knowledge. We'll go with that one. Okay. <clears throat> so, Carl Sagan, in his 1995 book, The Demon Haunted World, Science as a Candle in the Dark, <clears throat> was quoted as saying this. Science is more than a body of knowledge. It is a way of thinking. I have a foreboding of an America in my children's or grandchildren's time, when the United States is a service and information economy, when nearly all the key manufacturing industries have slipped away to other countries, when awesome technological powers are in the hands of the very few and no one representing the public interest can even grasp the issues, when the people have lost the ability to set their own agendas or knowledgeably question those in authority, when, clutching our crystals and nervously consulting our horoscopes, our critical faculties in decline, unable to distinguish between what feels good and what's true, we slide, almost without noticing, back into superstition and darkness. What do you think? Have we reached that point, guys? Yes. In what way? How so? <laughs> um... Not necessarily from from the science point of point of view, but even from the science, I I feel like opinions have been not silenced, miseducated, yet, yet. yet. <laughs> mm -hmm. But I feel like opinions sometimes aren't allowed. You practically get raped, so to speak for voicing your opinion. 
if it's different from the popular mood um, because the popular mood may not necessarily be based on science, truth, or fact. And if you voice your opinion that is based on science, truth, or fact, watch out. Andrea? Yeah. I agree with that. And like uh, Maria says, kind of sounds like his fear came to life. Yeah, that sound that sounds about right. <clears throat> Going to break it down a little bit. The foreboding in his children's or grandchildren's time. Now, this was written in 95. So we're there. When the United States is a service and information economy which I think we're there. We've got that. Are we a service and information economy as opposed to goods? Yeah. Um, when nearly all key manufacturing industries have slipped away to other countries. We got that yet? Oh, absolutely. When awesome technological powers are the hands of a very few, you mean like entertainment conglomerates and internet mm -hmm. controlling mm -hmm. companies and no one representing the public interest can even grasp the issues when the people have lost the ability to set their own agendas or knowledge we question those in authority because it's all knee-jerk it's not necessarily knowledgeable now right absolutely all need So, unable to, our critical faculties are in decline, unable to distinguish between what feels good and what's true. Slide back into superstition and darkness. I want to read Maria's comment too before we go on. Maria says, I mean, I feel like the world is held in the top 1% and we follow a sheep. I also feel like the occult is coming back. Now, it's been pointed out to me, and I agree, that when people start believing in anything, it's because in general, they have nothing. Seems like when humans are in their darkest days, we turn to religion, whatever that may be for you, to hope that there's going to be something better. That's... Yeah. Go ahead, Ed. Yeah. You Agreed. just agree? Yeah, I agree. that It's very well put there, Maria. And <clears throat> the big thing is not the turning to religion thing, it's the inability to question what's going on knowledgeably. Because we have so much information coming at us and it's so easy for others to manipulate that information. I feel like that other topic that we skipped, this could be blended right into it. Mm. And then take it off the list for other shows. <laughs> but so uh, I've seen, mm -hmm. I've seen several people, mostly younger people. Um, they'll see something on the internet and take it as truth. Small, yeah. And instead of going and doing their own research. And forming their own opinion, whether they agree with it or not. They just blindly agree. Even worse. I'm sorry, finish your thought. I was going to say, that's the problem. 
Even worse is when they don't even see it on the internet. They hear it from somebody else who saw it on the internet. And not saw it on the internet like they were doing research into something or studying something, but they saw it in a one picture social media post. You know, uh, and we can throw things out there that some of us may actually believe in. Um, speaking of superstitions or religions, we could talk about uh, UFOs and government dark sites. That's when our power goes out, right? That usually happens, right, when we talk about yeah. this sort of stuff yes. on the tavern. Um, or, you know, hauntings. But now we take that sort of belief in anything somebody tells you and put it towards an important actual issue that affects you in your daily life. It, uh, yeah, it's really scary. Because I love to believe in things like, you know, ghosts and UFOs and Bigfoot and all that. <clears throat> Got no proof of them, but I want to think they're real. On the other hand, when it comes down to personal rights and stuff, um, yeah, when you just say somebody can't speak at all because they disagree with whatever popular opinion is out there at the moment, it gets terrifying. And this is where we get into it cancel culture and stuff mm -hmm. maria says I, go ahead ed i i gotta say i i have caught myself at times um i'll, I'll see something social media that agrees with me mm -hmm. and i'm like i'm gonna post that shit and i'm like nope wait a minute let's google that shit and see the truth of it first before you post it <laughs> Mm -hmm. Nine I can... times out of ten, it, it's bullshit. Okay, it's bullshit. Um, I'll even Google quotes from somebody that gets posted on social media because I want to make sure that quote they actually said that quote. Uh, the flip side of that is though, you can you can go on and you can post a meme that's intended to be sarcasm mm -hmm. and funny, and people are busting your fucking balls. I think a lot of Okay, we all know that Christmas song that's now not played so much. Um, it's cold outside. Maybe it's cold outside. Mm -hmm. I swear that started out with a comedian going, oh, that's about roofing somebody. And <laughs> somebody took it seriously and ran with it. And now that's a horrible song. Right. Um, by the way, a couple comments in chat. Maria says, remember when we used to have encyclopedias? We actually we had to actually look shit up, not just look shit up. Check two Google clicks. And she also says, UFO O's are real. I mean, what are the odds that we're the only life out there? I just don't think they give a shit about us. We're not even a blip on their radar. Also, technically, UFOs are only unidentified flying objects. It doesn't mean aliens. There are so many testing jets and such that the sightings are nothing extraterrestrial. Yeah. And and that makes sense, Maria. Hey, Trin, good to see you. Um, when we look at things like UFOs, there's a difference between thinking there's this life on other planets or somewhere in the galaxy, even interstellar, and thinking they're hanging out in the wheat fields making circles. And 
Bree says not Maybe to. Maybe that's their teenagers being drunk. That's a good theory. And give me a second. I gotta let the cat in this room real quick. Okay, Bree says, not to mention the conspiracy theorists. I follow someone who's. Oh, I scrolled up. Let me scroll back up here. I follow someone who's into conspiracy theories, and he has a huge follower account. But I know he does his research. But it's like, even if he does his research, is it still truthful? Is there evidence? Got to take everything worth a grain of salt these days. The world is crazy. Here's the thing about researching on the internet. If you look hard enough, you will find places that agree with the craziest shit. Uh, we could just point at flat earthers. Yeah. Um, you know, this is a community of people that believe scientifically the world is flat. Yeah, what do we do with that? But they're not scientists. <laughs> No, but uh, we did have a medical doctor that was running for a very big political position a decade or two ago who believed God built the Egyptian pyramids. <laughs> so, yeah. It's just because you have a degree doesn't mean you're automatically given a pass on anything you say. And that's something else to you know look into is even a source you go, well, they're educated, they have this, doesn't mean they can't be full of shit or crazy. Um, so true. Maria says, the problem with getting everything from the internet is that you have, if you have someone charismatic enough, they can make you believe anything. Or Maria, if you have a pretty enough picture, you don't even have to yes. have charisma anymore. You can just post a cool meme. And suddenly, people are all for it. And, uh, and then you get the, the thing from Facebook saying that uh, the person that you posted did not really say that. I know, it's called sarcasm. Mm. Oh, absolutely, Bree. Bree says, but it's like sometimes the conspiracy theories sound so on point, too, at times. Yeah, it, they do. Because if you have a smart person who puts it in a way that sounds logical, this reminds me of, okay, after the Discovery Channel stopped being the Discovery Channel and became a, uh, first of all, it, it's now like all reality TV, but they had yeah. like UFO shows. The Mermaids. Right. But that one, they actually stated multiple times, this is fiction, and people were still like, uh that's real um but in one of the ufo shows i remember watching it and they would take this documented historic fact and in the next sentence refer to the pyramids with ufos they, they like say a documented historic fact about the pyramids and then they connect the south american pyramids to the egyptian ones not realizing that they were built a thousand or two thousand years apart not realize you know or not pointing out but because they said something that we all know is true and then immediately say this next thing people are like must be true too so 
People love to be gullible. We want to believe incredible things. We want to believe things beyond our understanding. We also want to believe things that take away our personal responsibility. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, we believe the government's going to take care of us, though. Or that we can't do anything against the government. So why? I'm going to get the show cut off again, Travis. Sorry. <laughs> um, and Maria says, as someone who has a very open mind, I find it so, so, so easy to fall for conspiracy theories. Um, Maria says, which is me. I am this person, shameful raise a hand. I can be gullible because this world is so crazy that you want to believe there's something to explain everything that happens. When everything that happens doesn't always have an explanation, it is just what it That's is. Crazy. Yeah, it's like I said, I want to believe in all kinds of like every episode of X Files, I'm like, ooh, I want to believe that. But hey, I wanted to believe in mermaid. Hmm. Even though they're terrifying creatures that kill us? Yeah, well. So. So Carl Sagan saying this. It's not about believing in something you can't see or touch. It's not about exploring other options. This is how we learn new things. It's about purposely allowing yourself to be blindfolded to things and the few controlling the resources and information of the many so they can make you believe whatever they want. And we've been doing this forever. Um, you know, before the internet, it was done through television. Before that, it was done through radio. Before that, it was done through print. And before that, it was just done because the person in power said it was this way. Or on a smaller scale, when the neighborhood gossip says so-and-so slept with so-and-so, it doesn't matter what century it is. Somebody's going right. to believe them. Yeah. Yeah, we do, Bree. That's why we have talk so, in the tavern. Mm -hmm. Is science a fact or is science evolving? Repeat that. Is science a fact or is science evolving? evolving uh science should all be a theory with the ability to disprove it or add to it or change it as more evidence comes into it some things are fact once it's been proven but it's still the theory of gravity <laughs> you know um a couple of comments what, the go ahead Gravity doesn't exist. I knew it. Not on a flat earth. If it was spinning, we'd all fly <laughs> off. Um, Bree says, and then we have the government with the conspiracy theories that try to say they're all controlling us through that programming. But we're eager to let programming control us. That's why we respond to a simple internet meme like it was proven fact. When it might be sarcastic, a la Ed, it might be silly, it might be somebody just talking shit to feel important. <laughs> mm 
Okay, Maria says, if you want an example of someone with a lot of power and money making people believe things, how many people believe our life is a simulation because Musk said it? Not me. I believe it because of the Matrix movies. <laughs> that yeah. shit made you think. It did. It did. That was a, a great, great movie. And that means the uh, God people pray to is a programmer. And probably very lonely. Yeah. So talk amongst yourself. Let me let the cat back out of the executive war. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. He says her mind is so fucked up from the Matrix theory. <laughs> it's just a glitch. It's okay. Just a, I just wish some of these people would wake up though. <laughs> Get out of my Matrix. See, Maria says if the Matrix is real, I don't want to know. If the Matrix is real, I want them to start adding shit in. Like, let's have magic. And ghosts and UFOs and and dragons, huh? We already do. Do we? Magic and ghosts and UFOs and dragons. Oh I don't know about dragons. Imagine we dragons. have short, we have short neck giraffes though. <laughs> do you mean our cat? Yeah. Uh, Bree says, if the Matrix is, re is real, I'd be living well beyond the needs that I am at right now, living comfortably. Uh, no, they explained that in the movies. Uh, humans, and this is true, by the way. This is one of those great things. Um, the, the humans need to have a challenge. They need to struggle to be productive. If you give them everything what they want and put them in a utopian society, uh, they turn to mush. Mm. It's this is why, yeah. Maria says people need personal pain and hardships. And Mouse, good to see you. Mouse says regarding all the magic ghosts, UFOs, and dragons, they probably haven't figured out how to program that in yet. Um, Uh, sorry, reading the other comments here real quick. <sighs> so, is this something we can fix? Can we reverse this? What, the Matrix? Uh, <laughs> no. The whole thing where <clears throat> uh, the U.S. is a service information economy. All key manufacturing industries have slipped away to other countries. Awesome technological powers in the hands of very few. No one representing the public interest that can grasp the issues. People lost their ability to set their own agendas. Knowledge be questioned those in authority. Unable to determine between what feels good and what's true. Can we reverse that? They have a pill for that. Hmm. Ed, what do you think? Optimistically, I would say... Yes, but that's a topic for another show because would we have to come to that in order to be able to reverse it? I say we can reverse it, but I think people are too lazy to reverse it. 
It would take a lot of energy, <clears throat> a lot of time, a lot of, here's a drum I like to beat, personal responsibility and that sort of thing. So, yeah, it's nigh impossible, I guess, right? Possible. But we're being ruled. We are. Okay. Let's do some closing thoughts here. Ed, got anything? Get out there and think for yourself, people. Just don't take anything somebody tells you at face value. No matter who it is, your best friend, the minister, most certainly. Andrea? Question everything. Do the research. Come up with your own opinion. Those things right there that you two said, that's the closing toast. Make sure you check out the other Talk of the Tablet things on all your favorite streaming services. And we will see you on the next episode.